1: As much as he touts that he
0: cares about it, he doesn't.
2: This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not, it's ours. And we will have it. It is Thursday, the 12th day of May, the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? It's good to see you. i healthy, alive, uh, doing well as usual. It's fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I am doing a little bit better today, better than yesterday, which is good. The pain seems to have subsided for the most part. Still hurts to laugh just a little bit, but it's not too bad. Okay, so um I want to start out by saying that uh, I got some hate mail and I <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Uh, I got some hate mail. So I suppose like any commentator, we have to address it, don't we? Uh, or don't I rather, because it was hate mail directed at me. So yesterday I made a reference to uh, Apple phones. And I said, if you're still using an Apple phone, what in God's name is wrong with you? Well, okay. Maybe I was being a bit harsh given the state of mind I was in at the moment, but you have to understand. Uh, I wouldn't say it's harsh. I I would Uh say it just lacked clarity. Okay, fair enough. Well, Maybe maybe I wasn't as forthcoming as I should have been with um, where I was coming from, from my standpoint, but it's quite simple. With what these governments are now doing, with how the data is being used, how much more evidence do you need to see as the, user, the end user of that product, as an Apple customer, as an Apple user, or hell, even as a Google customer or a Google user? At the end of that line, which is what you and I are, how much more do you need to see from these companies? What kind of behavior is too much for you to deal with as far as in, in, an incursion on your own privacy and your own safety, as far as I'm concerned? Where is enough enough? These companies have repeatedly, over the course of several years now, they have lied to you, they have deceived you, they have price gouged you from here to the moon and back, they have compromised your safety and your security, they've sold your data. I mean, What what else do you need? I mean, how, how else do I put this? Um, if you're in an abusive relationship, And the guy's beating on you all the time, or the woman's beating on you all the time, are you gonna stay with them? No. Well, at least you shouldn't. You should at least recognize that it's an abusive relationship and you should get the hell out. That's my point. That's all I was trying, that's the only point I was trying to make. Now, I understand that um, this that we're gonna talk about tomorrow is not gonna be an option for a lot of people. So, we're gonna discuss other options that you can use. Uh, that are pretty simple and pretty rudimentary uh, that you can do. But uh, given the given the circumstances of what these governments want to do, if you want to step up and you want to take control of your independence, I've always said from the start of this, I said independence starts with you. And that's all I'm trying to portray is I want you, the end user, you, the listener, I want you, to be able to take control of your own digital identity, not the government, not a tech company, not some big corporation that doesn't care about you. That's not what I want. I want you to be able to do this for yourself. That's all. And the only thing we're going to do is we're going to show you how to do that. We're not going to tell you what to do. If you don't want to do that, that's entirely up to you. That is up to you. But the road that we're headed down with this, uh, th- this big brother surveillance state, the road we're headed down, everything's going to depend on you mitigating as much of this digital surveillance as humanly possible and trying to operate outside of this system for as long as possible. We might just be prolonging the inevitable, but at least we're keeping your safety and your security in mind while we're doing that. So maybe I was um, lacking clarity. We'll use one of the... Uh One of the elitist terms there. Maybe I was lacking clarity. But behind me saying, what in God's name is wrong with you? That was my underlying message behind it, is I'm sick and tired of these companies. I mean, how many times, how many times have we seen articles over, I I don't know, the last five years, Samsung got caught watching its users. Apple got caught watching its users, turned on their cameras and their microphones without their knowledge. Oh, they were were, uh, geolocating your, uh, or geotagging or whatever, your location for... I don't know, uh, six months without their knowledge. I mean, hell, my own phone, my my last Google phone, I don't have a Google phone anymore, but my last phone, the microphone was on for six. was it the microphone? It was I think it was the microphone it was the it was the mic and the camera. both the mic and the camera both were on for almost six months. And I didn't know that until I actually got into the phone into into like the uh, the developer mode. I didn't know that. I'm like, what in God's name's going on with all this data usage? and i figured out what it was my microphone and my camera had been on for almost 6 months continuously so yeah yeah
0: yeah the 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 new stuff as well uh seen, we we're kind of looking at some of this stuff and uh yeah the the new stuff as well is is it's concerning there it definitely looks like they're setting up to have that uh digital id system and everything all in place uh, the the thing is is during the pandemic I don't know if we talked about this or not, but the CDC collected millions Mm -hmm. of users' locational data Mm -hmm. uh, to see whether or not you um, followed the lockdowns, uh, if you socially distanced or, you know, how much you traveled during the pandemic to see, you know, to, 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 to see how compliant you are. And to see how uh, uh, viruses spread, obviously, you know, it's all for research and science. Of course, Uh, they they have no malicious intent at all. I mean, it's the government after all. They, they, They don't mean any
2: harm at all. They just want to help. That's all they want to do. They just they're going to do everything they can to help you. Yes, we did talk about the CDC using or excuse me, not using buying that data from somebody who bought it from another company who got it from Google or Apple and they were happy to sell it to them. Why not? Actually, the, supposedly this company uh, was
0: banned on Google's App Store. They were. Uh, yes,
2: they were removed from the App Store. But they
0: got themselves, like they got it themselves, the data mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. uh, the providers. Uh-huh. They didn't have to go to Google or any of the others. They just got it from the provider straight. So, and the other thing that was baffling to me, not, not really, but it, it is at the same time. I, I know data is cheap, really cheap, actually. But they spent like what was like four hundred twenty thousand dollars for yeah it was it was somewhere around eight to ten million people yeah Uh, guys that's how that's how cheap your data is and how easily accessible it is and and just to clarify it's uh, I I don't know that uh, that company was banned from Google's app store because they were shady or dirty or you know doing anything that Google isn't already doing it's because it's competition and I mean it's direct competition Uh, Google is in the data business. that that So yeah, I, I think it was more competition stifling than anything.
2: So with all that being said, my anger was not directed at you, the, the Apple user, you, the Google user. That's not where my anger was directed. My anger was directed at the companies and I'm tired of seeing them take advantage of people. That's my anger. At the same time, I also don't understand, and maybe it's maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. I don't understand people's addiction to convenience. I mean, we were discussing before we started that you and I are willing to make when we were talking about these new devices that we're going to discuss tomorrow uh, as an option. We were discussing about how you and I are willing and and I'm sure others are willing to do this, too. It's just a lot of people like myself didn't know where to start. Uh, And it wasn't that long ago. And I I had to basically give myself a crash course and you helped in that. And so we're going to talk about everything that we learned on our own that's all we're going to do. But we're willing to make sacrifices of convenience to protect our security. And that's all that we're trying to portray here is simply that. So I, I guess I just don't understand people's um, reluctance to maybe it's change that, that people don't like, or maybe it's fear of the unknown of, uh, you know, dealing with your own device and and, you know, being fearful of that, because I was too. Here I am ordering a phone for you know hundreds of uh, euros, and I literally thought that I bricked the thing, and it was a mistake on my part. Uh, and I was like, I, I was, I was sick to my stomach because here I am with you know, a, you know, a brick device that I can't do anything with. Uh, Bruce, you remember the state of mind I was in? Yeah. I, was, uh, I was, I was, yeah. I was freaking out. Uh, I didn't yeah. sleep that night at all. I don't think. And yeah, it, it can be very stressful. <laughs> it's
0: very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. In hindsight, it, it actually uh, it's funny now because of what the problem was. But yeah. at the time, we, we, we didn't guess we wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed that was the case. Uh, but uh, before we get too far from it, I actually I'll, I'll add something to the whole Apple thing. Um, so you're you're the one that said it and you're the one that triggered someone. Uh, so I'm going to actually go a step further and and trigger them a little bit.
2: Actually, I triggered two people. I triggered two people. Maybe more than that. I don't know. The hate mail hasn't stopped yet, so (laughs) maybe it's more than two people.
0: There's really a contentious fight between, you know, the Apple and Android users and blah, blah, blah. One's better than the other. They're both garbage, by the way. But anyway, um, I'll go a step further and say um, you, you were saying that your ire isn't directly you know, it's not directed at them. No, yeah. I, I will say that is actually some of my fris- frustration is directed at the end user because you didn't take the time to research it. The, part of the problem that we're running into uh, with society right now is because people aren't taking the time to research things. They're not taking the time to research candidates. They're not taking the, the time to research these bills that are trying, they're, they're trying to pass. You're not getting involved so yes, I will direct some of my ire. You're not getting involved in the things that you're consuming or that you're you're uh, trying to live by. You have to get involved, at least at the very basic level of understanding what you're getting yourself into. Uh, I, I mean, take thirty minutes and read uh, that uh, terms of service when you accept it. Did you know the Apple one actually has um, coverage in there for nuclear war? If you're using an Apple product and trigger as a as you're a nation, right? And let, let's say um, Trump and Putin, what well, we'll use the two of them, are texting each other back and forth on on an Apple product on Twitter or something, and triggers a nuclear war. Apple is not responsible for that nuclear war. That's, That's in their terms of service. That's interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> so they've covered themselves everywhere. But anyway, it, it, it's um, it, they're both they're, they're both garbage. When you look at 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 what Apple's been doing and what Google's been doing. What they fund—that—that's another side to all of this that conservatives have failed miserably at. Disney is such a horrible company. Oh, they're—they're—they're, they're, they're, um, you know, funding grooming and they're—they're they're doing all these bad things. Oh, the new Marvel movies out. Hey, you guys want to go and see it? You, you, there's no discipline there. You, you remember the whole issue with the—the the baking the cake that—that that was happening I years do, yeah. ago. The—the the Christian the yeah. bakery, yeah, the Christian bakery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You could probably guess that the Christian is probably more on the conservative side and the gay is more on the left side. You know, that's just kind of how it rolled. Notice that almost every single time there's a lawsuit like this, it's always the left coming after the right. The right, we want to do business with everybody, right? We don't really care. The left hate you. They want to destroy you in every way they can. And I don't mean the average left, like, you know, you're, you're run of the mill, basic Democrat that's still out there. I'm talking about the the crazy loony left, um, uh, the the communist type, and they they want to completely destroy you. They these these companies, Apple. You, you look at um, we've got Roe v. Wade is in in the limelight right now. Uh, abortion. Look at the funding that they've given to Planned Parenthood. Look at the funding that Google does towards Planned Parenthood. Um, look at the funding we, that we Google fund put these. to the Wuhan lab. Yeah, exactly. We fund these companies. By you, by continuing to use them, we're funding them. So if you're going to use a product, at least know what you're getting, your, what you're funding, what you're getting yourself into, at least know that much.
2: Right. And you know what? You, you made some amazing points there, and I I, uh, I applaud you on that. So tomorrow you want to make sure if you're interested in all this stuff tomorrow's going to be one of our specials uh, and we're probably going to run over a little bit uh, on time I don't know yet uh, all I know is I have just started brainstorming and I'm already done with one page and I'm getting ready to start two of just topics that I want to cover uh, and I'm sure Bruce has got stuff that he's writing down I mean he was uh, we were we were just brainstorming before we started and like the the amount of things that we were discussing and the things that he was figuring out about some of these newer devices is was well, quite frightening actually but We will. It is. Yeah, it's fun. We will not be discussing the following things tomorrow. And I will reiterate this again tomorrow. Uh, We will not be discussing things like we're again, we're specifically working on the smartphone realm. So we will not be discussing satellite phones. We will not be discussing which those are I don't even think those are largely available anymore. Those are gone. We will not be discussing satellite phones. We will not we will not be discussing satellite communicators. We will not be discussing Apple devices we will not be discussing linux devices these are options that are out there but th- and th- there's reasons that we won't be discussing each one of these and i will explain each one of these in detail uh, as to why we won't be covering them uh, we're going to be spe- we're going to be specifically focused on an android device and an android operating system uh, and your different options within that and the irony that you're going to find with a lot of these uh, th- uh, with a lot of these options that we're going to present to you is going to be shocking in and of itself. Uh, when I when I first when I first did this and I I started talking to other people about it, they said, "Wait a minute, you you want us to buy what?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, "If this is what you want to do, I said this is what you're going to have to get." And they're like how does this work? <laughs> and it just, it just does. So uh, we're going to go over all that tomorrow. But again, tomorrow's going to be, uh, tomorrow's going to be big. Um, and we just kind of, we, we're just kind of throwing all this together. Uh, but it's very important. Otherwise we wouldn't cover it. Uh, and if it's something that we truly weren't passionate about and didn't care about, then we wouldn't present it to you. Um, and so it, it's something that uh, that we're both very concerned about, something we're both, we're both very passionate about. and uh, something that we want to portray to you, the listener, whether you're an Apple user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It it honestly doesn't matter. If you care about your safety and your security and your digital independence, then that's what we're doing this for, is for you that wants to take the extra step to protect yourself against things like what I'm about to talk about here on the first article of the day. But Bruce, I'll let you get a final point. You look like you want to say something. Yeah, I just
0: want to throw in a disclaimer in
2: this um,
0: uh, because I did just hammer hard on uh you know you you need to know what you're getting yourself into um the many of the solutions we're going to be presenting tomorrow are the best we could find they're not perfect solutions uh, I, I just want to caveat that because one of the one of the better solutions that we have unfortunately it does fund google there's no way no way around it if you want a smartphone unfortunately there's only really one solution uh for uh disconnecting uh, from from the entire system, um, that's a reasonable price uh, at this point. And there's a reason so, for that, yeah. And we'll so, explain that reason. Uh, uh, even though I'm harping on it, just understand that we know we're funding Google by doing, you know, by presenting this. But at the same time, this is the best solution that we can find. Um, there, there is no conservative group out there making smartphones that is not uh, tracking you or any of those kind of things. They don't exist. It's this is all left leaning corporations that that produce these things. So if you want a smartphone, unfortunately, either you're going to buy from the communist party or you're going to buy from the modern day, you know, fascist, communal fascist nonsense that we're dealing with now, corporate fascism. So
2: that being said, tomorrow is going to be very interesting. It's going to be surprising for a lot of people. Uh, and so we, we hope you tune in and we hope you tell other people about it as well. So to start off today, just like it belongs here, health authorities track the movements of Canadians via cell phones during the pandemic. Who would have guessed that one, huh? The U.S. did it. Well, the Canadians probably did it, too. And well, the European Union, why not? Right. Because we're we're introducing draft laws today saying that uh, we're going to have to monitor all your communications. Don't think you and the U.S. are exempt from that because you've now got a ministry of truth. That's paving the way for that. So don't think for one minute that that is going to be any different. As a matter of fact, we will get to that next because I have a clip of the new disinformation czar on what she wants to do. We'll see just how different it's going to be in the U.S. as opposed to the EU. Health authorities in Canada track people's movements via their cell phones during the pandemic with trips to pharmacies and liquor stores being logged. Blue Dot, an intelligence analysis company, prepared movement reports for the Public Health Agency of Canada. Using anonymized, (laughs) I, I can't say that with a straight face anymore, using anonymized data acquired from mobile devices. The reports helped the public health agency understand the movement patterns during the pandemic. Why do they need to know any of that information? The public health agency of Canada was able to obtain detailed insights into people's movements and recorded their visits to liquor stores, pharmacies, visits to friends and trips to other provinces, also collecting information on time spent in each location, even If, even if you are not looking at an alternative option. To get out of the Apple and the Google market in, in terms of smartphone, there are still ways to mitigate this. And we will discuss that tomorrow, even if you're willing to keep your Apple device and your Android device. And you say, look, I'm just not going to go that far. There are still options you can take. So it's not completely hopeless. There are ways you can you can circumvent this. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Well, we're really talking up tomorrow, aren't we? <laughs> hope it's good. Hope so. I mean, as much as we're talking it up, hope it's uh, up to our own expectations. Uh, questions remain. Now, this is according to a conservative MP. Damien Keurig. Questions remain about the specifics of the data provided if Canadians' rights were violated and what advice the Liberal government was given. Um, well, if the Canadians' rights were violated, well, sir, of course they were. Of course they were violated. The government doesn't have a right to know everywhere you go and how much time you spent there. They don't need to know that information. Don't you have a free movement of people in Canada? I thought you did, up until... Couple of years ago,
0: yeah. So I don't know specifically if Canada has a right to privacy law or any of those kind of. Because the U.S. doesn't technically have right to privacy either. Um, uh, Fourth Amendment. Yeah, but that's only for the government technically. It, right to privacy. So papers, person. We've in kind fact. of assumed. Yeah. yeah, I I agree, but that that's for a government. They require a warrant to get that to get access to okay. that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree. So if it's the government coming in and taking like this data and they're using it for any any reason, doesn't matter. They have to have a warrant for it. But for a company to come in and do it, that, that there, there is no like there is no protection, arguably for the U.S. at least.
2: Now, see, this is something that I, I oddly agree with this part of it. If you're going to do this as a government, if you're going to do this or even as a corporation, doesn't matter if you're going to do this, just give people an option. Let people opt into it if they want. If somebody wants to opt into that, go ahead. It's not my place. The libertarian side of me says it's not my place to say, no, that shouldn't be the case because do whatever you will, but don't come after me for it. Do whatever you want. If you want your location tracked, if you want to be sold ads and, uh, and, and given special offers and, and be notified of people that are around you, that's your business. I really don't care. But give people the opportunity to opt into it. But it doesn't stop there, does it? It never does. Do you remember the COVID uh, proximity warnings that they pushed to your Apple and your Google devices as part of the system update software or whatever it was, system update software? And you could not opt out of it. You couldn't opt out of it. As soon as that came up, the COVID-19 exposure notifications or whatever it was, as soon as that came up, I jumped ship. That was it. I was done. So they didn't even give people a chance to opt out. I think that was only certain providers, though. Uh, here in the U.S. No. at least. No, it was it was actually I think it's still in there. If you go into the um, uh, somewhere in the uh, uh, the Android settings somewhere, it'll show COVID-19 exposure notifications. You could turn it off. But was it really off? I mean, but let's be honest, given the the history and the nature of these companies, was it really off? I Well, the, the reason I say it, I, I think it's
0: some companies because I have uh, some of my family is on other providers than uh-huh. we are. Oh, I see. And they had that setting, but I didn't on my provider. Interesting. So
2: interesting. I, I don't know if it's provider okay. based or uh-huh. location. I don't know. Okay. I uh, I well here it was it was part of the software update it was part of uh, Google and Apple's update it, it wasn't uh, carrier based uh, yeah because it was, there's so many was there's so many carriers here for them yeah there's so many carriers yeah. here that I don't think they could go down through each one of them uh but anyway.
0: it was it was a software update for them but each each one of the carriers here have their own OS more or less all oh, they do um, so it it's it's technically yeah so if you have like Verizon or AT I'll use Verizon AT and T as the examples mm-hmm. they have um, their own OSs now? they'll have they have so it's still technically Android. It's still that, but yeah, there's yeah. Um, their some proprietary on. stuff. And yeah,
2: So yeah, it's I, still the same thing. So I remember that back in the day uh, when I had a uh, I want to I want to say I had I think it was on one of my BlackBerry devices, and it was specifically the one through. It wasn't AT and at the time. It was Singular Wireless. I mean that was like my that was my first color screen BlackBerry, and that. Had specific apps on it for that carrier, Uh, and I'm sure that it's the same. Uh, It's the same now with Android because Android can be used however you want. As a matter of fact, as I said, that's one of the that's the operating system we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Because when you strip Android down, yeah, even though it's Google, when you strip Android down to its base, it's open source, uh, and you can do whatever you want with it. So uh, anyway, now. They say that the ethics committee asserted that the Public Health Authority of Canada, or Public Health Agency of Canada, should have told Canadians that their movements were potentially being monitored and given the op- given them the option to opt out. I agree. You should have told them and then given them the option to opt not, out. I, I would I would say not opt out because that implies that you're automatically opted in. That's true. It, it should yep, be an uh, opt in only. That's a good point. That is a really good point. Uh, the Public Health Authority of Canada claimed that the or Public Health Agency of Canada claimed that the program was, quote, not about following individuals' trips to a specific location, but rather in understanding whether the number of visits to specific locations have increased or decreased over time. I thought it was all about a pandemic. If they had some kind of like anonymized, aggregated data. So if
0: it was like, for example, some of the tracking we've seen when it came to COVID, um, specifically after right after spring break. um, And this was right when things started locking down and everything. Right. And uh, beginning of the uh, pandemic, um, all the news agencies were using uh, uh, anonymized uh, data. But when you looked at the program they were using the the website it showed little dots of all the cell phones now you didn't have a phone number or a name or anything associated with those little dots but you could track those little dots where they went and you could see where they ended up that's not really anonymized so if they were using data that was oh i don't know they 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 took all of that used ai to um make a, tr- a list of let, let's say um uh, your local restaurant, whatever your favorite restaurant is, they have a tracker or or a tally of how many people showed up at that location. And they, they give you an overall tally. This is the average people that uh, attended this location before the pandemic. This is the average that happened during the pandemic. And this is the average after the pandemic. If they just gave you averages and gave you the numbers, I would be more okay with this. I I would still have a problem with the fact that they're tracking you. You don't know about it. But at least in this scenario, the government wouldn't have the tracking data. They only have the the number averages, which is all you really need when you're talking about science stuff. When, When you're trying to track movements and those kind of things, that's all you really need is the averages of how many people showed up at those locations then you can you can infer a bunch of other information from it, but that's not what's happening here.
2: No, that's certainly not what's happening here at all. So on the tracking front, okay, that's that, that pretty much goes without saying. Okay, so we know that they're stealing your data and everything like that, right? So today, the European Union introduced a draft law to say, yeah, we uh, we need to monitor uh, all communications on private messengers uh, to stop uh, child abuse or whatever. Uh, by the way, uh, another couple was just bust a high, high level couple today was just busted in the UK for guess what child sex trafficking. Do do you see my point? As, as I said yesterday, do you see my point? These are the ones that are perpetuating it. These are the ones that are guilty of it. They want to be able to crack down on you so you don't look into them in the future.
0: That's the other thing in this. Um, if you look at the way they're grooming and how they're grooming the kids and everything, Mm -hmm. this narrative isn't going to last long. the, Uh, well, where where it's child abuse or or child, tra- no, but the, the the agenda you guys are moving towards is pederast and pedophilia, which is you know pederast. We've kind of gone over before. That's uh, puberty, but still underage. And then obviously you know what pedophilia is. That that's the direction they're they're moving.
2: Why else but are see, you sexualizing kids? They're accusing you of doing it while in reality, they're the ones that are doing it. Right. But that fits their
0: narrative. That pushes their narrative more saying, Oh look, see, you guys are already doing it. So we're just following the trends that you guys are setting. And then they can basically okay it. It, it, it feels like that's the motive is they're pushing towards something like that. And really the, well, it's, it's for child trafficking and all of that, that we're trying to cut down on it. That, that's just a, a farce. As we said, the fat man and uh, his assistant talked about this and said, that you start with something like murder,
2: assassination. Those are the keywords you look for. And then you broaden it. And that's all they do. Biden's disinformation czar. As if you thought this was going to escape you in the US, Biden's disinformation czar, you know, the uh, the singing Mary Poppins wannabe that's up there. Uh, she she's quite demands, a treat, isn't she? Yeah, she's something. She's a real slice of cake there. <laughs> she yeah, she uh She demands... You see, now she's not asking. She's demanding the power to edit other people's tweets. You hear this? In a newly released video clip, Biden's disinformation czar uh, Nina J- J- yeah, Jankowitz demands that the trustworthy, verified people like her be given the power to edit other people's tweets, making Twitter more like Wikipedia. Uh-huh. I have a clip of her. I believe she's uh, speaking on just this matter. Let's hear what she has to say.
1: Um, And I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified, who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can... Essentially, start to edit Twitter the the same sort of way that Wikipedia is, so they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so, just as a easy example, not from any political standpoint, if President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud, someone could add context from one of the sixty lawsuits uh, that went through the court, or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own secretary of state uh, and, and his news conferences, something like that, adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet.
2: You see, they need the fuller picture, right? You need to provide clarity. And I can't get over. Uh, Bruce, you see the uh, you see the mask Nazis that are up there? in the uh, in the offices by themselves in the cubicles alone wearing the masks isn't that great yeah i i, I quite enjoy that um
0: in, in fact actually the left please keep wearing your talismans um that <laughs> that make makes it all the more e- easier to identify you in public um, Oh, don't make me laugh apologies uh I, one of the things that uh she uh, honestly she really triggers me with the well, let's say uh, Donald Trump tweeted something about voter fraud and, you know, the, the 65 cases that went through court. None of them went through court. That's
2: a freaking lie right off the bat. She's lying. They well, never see, went through court. She's a verified Twitter user. See, she should be able and, and other verified people should be able to edit the tweets like Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. So actually, that'd be, that would be kind of funny um, if uh, uh, Musk did. I, I could see a way of trolling these people. And uh, making them think they have that idea, or you know that power and whatnot, and and just I don't know. I, I would I would have to think on it a bit and figure out a way to to troll these people and make them feel like they have power and and they have nothing. It would it would be a lot of fun to troll them.
2: They've got scary words, but
0: yeah, they got they got scary words. But the the thing about all of this is. This is the same organization, uh, and and I don't mean the uh, Ministry of Truth. I mean the 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 government, the federal government. They'll come in, and let's say the government gives her this power, right? Gives her the authority to try to enforce something like that, to force a company to do that. Well, the company can be like, "Yeah, you have no authority to do that. You have no authority to tell me I have to give you that 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 power." That you know, the federal government would be like, "All right, well, we'll just audit you." We'll just we'll just tie up all your finances. We'll freeze all your assets, everything. You'll effectively have zero dollars while we, you know, investigate you and they'll just make your life a living hell. They'll they'll strong arm you into doing what they this is the problem with a centralized government. I I, I just they did it before with the Tea Party. Uh,
2: They'll do it again. So again, do you really think you're getting away from the censorship in the United States? With talk like that and people like that in that kind of a driver's seat, the answer is no. So I I haven't quite figured out how they're going to do the, uh, uh, what they're trying to do here in, in the EU. I haven't quite figured out how they're going to do that in the U.S. yet. That remains to be seen. I'm kind of perplexed. Do you have any thoughts on that, on what they might try and do there? Because we know they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something. But I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Is it is it going to be something like what you discussed yesterday? Is it going to be like a uh, an app that goes on to your phone, like a government app that goes on to your phone? Uh, it's going to have to be something, and they're going to have to move quickly on it, and it's going to have to be embraced by a lot of people. But the only people that seem to be of uh, drinking the Kool Aid here, to, for lack of a better uh, for lack of a better term, is um, the people that are wearing the talismans, as you call them. They're the only ones that are going to ad- endorse this, and they're the only ones that are going to adopt this. They're going to get the same level of participation for I don't know um, that type of censorship as the people that are going to support the upcoming World Economic Forum meeting in Davos in two weeks. Those people are hated. They're hated. These people are they're a laughing stock. They're a joke. No one takes these people seriously. Yeah, but here's
0: the problem. Um, like I was saying earlier, all the, all the smartphone companies, as an example, all of them are are run by leftist elites. True. And they're all ESG companies. So, yeah. With the world So form. if um, they decided, uh, you know, the government says, hey, we're going to install this COVID tracking app on everybody's smartphone. Um, those companies are going to be like, yeah, OK, yeah, we'll do it. And you, as the end user, have no choice. You you have no say in the matter. Unless the only you... say you have is what we are going to talk about tomorrow. That's the yeah. only choice yeah. options that we know of that that you can do. So it it what what it'll boil down to is if they do some kind of tracking system, because you know, as I said, some most programs that I'm aware of that do any kind of uh, tra- text messaging or any of that, it it's encrypted when it's sent. Uh, it's not encrypted. It, it, in the moment, on your phone as it's functioning. So, if you have some kind of app or software that's running in the background on your on your uh, smartphone, it, it could be like uh, you know a keylogger, or it could be something really basic like that um, it, it, that tells what programs running and what's being typed, or even just uh, screen grabs or, or something like that. They could easily. Uh, track all this this kind of information a keylogger would actually probably be the better solution if you had that on everybody's phone because then in that scenario the amount of data that's being sent is like trickles it's not it's very small it'd be uh bits of information probably in an entire day it's only a few kilobytes you wouldn't notice that on your you know end of the year or end of the month bill if you if you have data limits and whatnot you wouldn't notice that it's kind of like um fraud or or embezzlement you know you you, you do it a little bit at a time and you can get away with it for years before somebody notices it. same thing here if, if they just do little bits and little bits you know pennies here and there you'll never notice um but it'll give them the data they want so i i think is from a from a basic understanding uh, I, I would say a keylogger would be the way to do it the problem is those keyloggers already exist if you use a google product as an example I don't know any any kind of browser based on Chromium that they don't gut. Um, it it keylogs. It, it it tracks what you type. Same way with Gmail. Gmail does the same thing. And unfortunately, Microsoft does the same thing. Uh, what do you think? Their little uh, uh, Cortana, the AI that they had on there, which is now a different name. I don't know what they named it now. It's something else. It's not Cortana anymore. Um, but anyway, this 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 technology is already exists. It's already on your PC. It's already on your smartphone. It's already there. doesn't matter what, what company you're with. It's there. All they have
2: to do is flip the switch and, and point the data to the right server. You know, along with the things that you just mentioned um, tomorrow, I think it's going to be very important, especially for people that are listening. I think it's going to be very important for people to take notes because we're going to cover a lot of information. We're not just going to talk tomorrow about, and I, we want to move on here uh, after I get done with this. Um, we're not just going to talk about hardware options, and software options. We're also going to talk about options within that that will allow you to further increase your security. We're going to talk about encrypted communications, what you can do on your end to make sure that your voice calls, your text messages are secured. We're also going to discuss virtual private networks that you can take as a mobile option. We will not talk about desktop options or anything like that. So we're specifically going to focus on your mobile data hardware. That's all we're going to do. Um, We're going to discuss... Uh, did I say VPNs? Yeah, we're going to discuss VPNs. We're going to talk about different applications that you can use within the confines of this uh, this uh, mobile device that you will build for yourself, that you will be able to, um, shall we say, uh, stay off the radar, uh, at least for a time, if nothing else. Uh, for example, I made, a, uh, I made a telephone call to Ned in the UK. Uh, I want to say it was like three or four days ago. And we talked for 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And in that time, I have a little data counter that counts each call that I make uh, in a specific app that I use, which we will talk about some service providers tomorrow as well, that you'll be able to use outside of your mobile carrier uh, that will help with a lot of your, uh, your operational security. Uh, but those will be specifically for our US and our Canada listeners. But you're able to take advantage of those uh, if you're overseas as well. And I'll explain all that. But I made a 30 minute phone call to Ned the other day uh, in the UK on his mobile phone. And in that call, I used seven megabytes of data seven that was it so if you're using that little amount of data no one's really going to pay any attention to that that's basically like looking at one web page that's about it that's about all the data you're using right there uh again (laughs) that's
0: that's that's like one 12 megapixel picture
2: yeah yeah that's it and that was a 30 minute phone call anyway um moving right along bruce you know we're sending another 40 billion over to ukraine 40 billion
0: yeah yeah another uh can i can i ask why uh republicans okay republicans claim to be like really love america and whatnot why do they love ukraine more than america
2: right now i have a clip here of house speaker nancy pelosi speaking on this matter
0: the impact that his that it is having on food for the world so when you're home thinking what is this all about just think about when i was hungry you fed me in the gospel of
2: matthew you see in her constituency, Bruce, and she's mentioned this before, in her constituency, they follow the Gospel of Matthew. She invoked the Bible to justify sending another 40 billion to Ukraine. How much lower can you get? I, I, I can't use the expletives that I we, want to use to got,
0: describe my d- d- disgust.
2: <laughs> we've got shelves that are bare across America, we've got skyrocketing fuel prices. We've got inflation that is about to get way out of control and and they're sending another 40 billion to another country. Now, I'm not saying that the Ukrainians uh, are not suffering. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is um, we literally have empty shelves. Have you looked at a baby formula aisle lately in the United States? They're going pretty bare. (laughs) They're going pretty bare. I heard an explanation as to why. I did too. I wonder if it's the same one. I heard an explanation it, as to it, why, and I, it, heard, I wonder if it's the same yeah. one. Does it involved a man named Mr. Gates?
0: Well, no. So one of the problems, uh, how, how I heard it described was it might have Gates involved. I don't know. But the, the gist of it was there was some bacteria or something that was found in the formula. OK, now there was a whistleblower was like four months prior to this coming out. And they were like, yo, there's a problem here. It took... Two months before they were interviewed. And then it took another like um, two to four months, something like that, uh, before there was anything done about it, reported on it from the government. And then when they finally shut it down, uh, I guess it would have been two months. It would have taken them two months. And then, yeah, because it was four months altogether between the time that the whistleblower spoke and the time that they finally shut down production. It was four months that was produced that had to be thrown out. So you're, you're four months behind on production now th- that was January,
2: by the way, that was January 31st. I believe production still has not started yet. I heard today. As a matter of fact, I think I put an article up on it this morning. I heard today that Bill Gates gave an interview. By the way, he's down with COVID. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, he tested positive for COVID yesterday and uh, he's he's isolating. His symptoms are mild and he thanks that, thanks goodness to the heavens above that he's got one of the vaccines to help him mitigate those, uh, uh, those I, worst effects. I sincerely hope he does have the vaccine. Stephen Colbert is down with COVID as well. He's got it. This is his third time. He's I think he's four boosters, I think, or four four shots or whatever. Uh, Anyway, side issue. Bill Gates has made a statement saying that within two and a half to three years, we will have lab produced breast milk and we won't need formula any longer. Uh, Okay, that's great. In two to four years. That's great. Um,
0: Except we have a crisis right now. Uh And because he's saying that in an interview how then why did we all all of a sudden have a problem with this manufacturing and have a big shortage and you have the government dragging their feet for months the whole reason production hasn't started yet is because they cleaned the facility they did everything they were supposed to by the government, you know according
2: to the government standard they're just waiting on an inspector and i'm just curious i wonder does he possibly have some investments in some of that lab produced breast milk I mm. possibly could I, I think yeah, so
0: I, I inquiring minds want to know um uh-huh. the other thing I'm curious about all of this is uh was this an, an intentional event to cause a uh a, you know a, a catastrophe right damage if you will and then they're mm. going to exploit that damage as we've talked before they present you with a problem and then they present you with a solution when they were the ones that caused the problem in the first place it, it, it kind of sounds like this is a similar scenario um, in this. And it could be that they're just, uh, they, they're they're exploiting a scenario that happened. This could have been a legitimate accident. And um, he's seen the opportunity to um, advertise for his uh, his new fake breast milk. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, anyway, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. And it's not like baby food is going to be next. I, I'm sure it's not. Again, I'm sure it's nothing. Um, Nancy Pelosi, getting By the back way, to Yeah, go on. Uh, I, I just, uh, just the
0: caveat to the formula thing. My understanding with the formula thing is it's not just okay, if your're if your baby doesn't have any problems with digesting formula, they don't have to have a specific formula. They're fine. Uh, you, you can still find formula. if your If your child has to have a certain type of formula, those are the ones that are running into shortages. Uh, so and and creating your own formula is a bit of a problem because that it, it, apparently, uh, a growing human body needs certain nutrients, and it's, it's quite difficult to do, uh, to, to synthesize and make it yourself. Um, aside from breast milk, obviously. So anyway, that's just an
2: interesting little side note. By the way, I was incorrect. It wasn't two to three years. It was three to five. My mistake. Three to five years. Anyway, getting back to uh, to Speaker Pelosi, she went on to say that building on robust support already secured by Congress, this package, again, the $40 billion to Ukraine, uh, we got off on that tangent because... The shelves are clearly running bare in America, and we're sending $40 billion to another country. Uh, this package will help Ukraine defend not only its nation, but democracy for the world. As Putin desperately accelerates his brutality in Ukraine, time is of the essence. This urgent package includes military aid, support for the Ukrainian economy... Of course, we can't support our own. And humanitarian assistance for food security to address the worldwide hunger crisis stemming from Putin's invasion. Uh, No, this is a hunger crisis that you people are perpetuating that you people have caused. Yeah, the German economic whatever the hell, some moron came out the other day and said, we're going to see a famine as bad, if not worse than World War II because of uh, what Putin has done. Uh, No, lady, we're seeing that because of incompetence from people like you that are doing the bidding of people that are above you that quite frankly don't have a brain in their heads that's what the problem is this is all being done on purpose yes you still have a a goodly percentage of the population out there that might buy it but you know what they're not able to how do i put it they're not able to uh, to hide their dirt anymore in the past they were able to do this they were able to cover up and th- th- this is the same old game anybody that knows even the most basic history of just the last 100 years uh, uh, of the central banking cartel whenever this happens Whenever this type of thing happens, whenever you start to see rationing shortages and things like that, the central banks always try to hide their guilt because they can't be seen as the ones that are starting it, as Bruce just said. Problem reaction solution, they're the ones that caused the problem. You react to it, then they're the same people that pose to be the saviors of that same problem that they caused. Problem reaction solution, they're going to give you the solution. Again, digital IDs, they're going to give you the solution when in fact they created the problem. You're reacting to it. Oh, to fix everything, we need digital IDs, we need digital cash. That's what we need. We need clarity over everything, we need to know everything you do. No, you're the dumbasses that caused this in the first place. They can't hide that anymore. Wars hyperinflation, rationing. They were always able to hide these things. They can't do it anymore with the free flow of information. We're paying attention. In the past, you only had the most highly educated people in some of the top universities around the world that were able to see it. But a lot of their cries and a lot of their screaming would fall on deaf ears because nobody would be able to believe that a government would do that to their own people. Well, now we see them for who they are what what's baffling
0: about all of this is I, I, I talk to some people and tell them like uh you know about the COVID and the vaccines and all of that and, and kind of point them in the right direction to look up the stuff themselves. That that's kind of the common sentiment is like, yeah, the government wouldn't do that. They wouldn't fund a a biolab in China using DOD resources and create a uh, you know send gain a function over there create a virus release it on the populace and then create a vaccine that's based on mRNA that causes blood clotting heart attacks and all kinds of stuff um yeah the government wouldn't do any that's like that's like genocide government wouldn't do that and then you go back in history and you look and what do you know government is uh guilty of doing this kind of stuff all over the place uh, the, 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 there's a, in fact, there's a word that had to be created to describe governments committing genocide on its own populace, um, because of this, 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 this has literally been going on. Yeah. It, it, this has literally been going on. All you ha- you don't even have to go back super far in our history. Just go back a hundred years and you can look at hundreds of millions of people being killed by their governments because of either government policy or directly executed and, and we have people today saying, "Well, government would never do such a thing." It, it, it. Okay, uh, I continue. Conti- again, as I as I railed on in the beginning of this, this is the entire problem with the Western society right now: is you don't take the time to research things, you don't take the time to educate yourself. Yeah, we're we're too complacent because of the conveniences of of life. We want everything handed to us on a silver platter. There's a there's a phrase of. Um, Hard times create strong men and then strong men create good times and good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times and the cycle, we're, we're, we're hitting the bad times side of things and you're going to feel the pain. You, you thought, you thought you're feeling it now with inflation and gas prices and uh, no, this is just the beginning. This is just the start of inflation. We're just at the beginning of it. Yeah. You're, you're going to feel the pain. It, it, it. What we come what we turn into after this, what we what we come out as this is this is what we're seeing. What what's the what's the cut of your jib? That's what we're seeing right now.
2: It's the fight for the future, my friend, because you've got a dying, flailing establishment. And you know what? Again, the people here haven't stopped marching. They're marching every day. And you know what? Those people that are out there marching that are of the same mindset of people like us that just want freedom and want to be left alone. We're not taking digital IDs. We're not taking your damn apps on your phones. We're not taking your phones anymore. We're done with your garbage. We're done with your uh, with your tech. Look at the tech stocks. If you think I'm just being hyperbolic, if you think I'm just blowing smoke, look at the tech stocks of the last week alone. The tech stocks are in the tank. NASDAQ, the Dow, the S&P 500 got hammered the other day. Was that a headline anywhere in the news? The entirety of the Fortune 500, almost, I think there might have been, what, 15 of them that didn't get hammered. The whole thing was bleeding and hemorrhaging on Wall Street, all of it. So the tech stocks, the streaming companies, all this stuff, you really think Google is going to make it down the line? If they continue up with these these ridiculous ESG shenanigans, do you think that Facebook is going to make it with this Meta garbage? No, they're not. Do you think that they're going to get the type of cooperation out of the majority of people that want to be left alone? The answer is no. The answer is no. And as Bruce said, when hard times are coming, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, you think that just because uh, you can't get some chicken or you can't get some steak or some ground beef. Uh, or or some baby formula or whatever you think that's bad. Wait till there's no store, and that's not hyperbole either. Do you know how long it takes? This is on average. Do you know how long it takes to empty a supermarket in times of economic crisis? Do you know how long it takes? Three to five minutes, and the store's looted. Three to five minutes. Let that sink in. Next time you go to a Costco or you go to a Kroger or a uh, uh, or a, or an Aldi or something, wherever you are in the world, or a Tesco or something, if you're in the UK when you go to one of these stores, think about that. You see everything in there. Three to five minutes, that store is empty. If that gives you an idea of how fragile things are, and what do you think they're going to do in the wintertime, this coming winter, when we when we flip back around? They're already calling 100 million COVID cases. They're already saying it. If you don't give us 20 million, or t- what is it? 20 billion? Yeah, if you don't give us 22 and a half billion, the White House is saying this. If you don't give us 22 and a half billion, there's going to be 100 million COVID cases. Do you know what that means? That means more lockdowns, more restrictions. They're holding a gun to your head. That's what that means. They're going to turn the lights out across Europe. You watch. You watch. Mark my words. They're going to do it. They're going to freeze people out. They're going to starve you out until you do what they say because they're dying failures. They're finished. They know they're finished. They violated the Nuremberg Code. They violated the Geneva Convention. Every single last damn one of these so-called elected leaders that we have belong handcuffed in shackles, sitting in front of the International Criminal Court in The Hague. And the tech execs are not far behind them, because if I'm not mistaken, along with them and the finance heads, they're all sitting on that stage down there at Davos, aren't they? That's called collaboration in a criminal conspiracy. That's what that's called. All right. Um, we're going to kick out of here a few minutes early. You got any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I just want to point out that um, w- with all of this, with the COVID narrative, with the way government's going and everything, and the, as crazy as things are getting, we actually have people that we would have considered our enemy, politically speaking, um, well, for the last, I don't know, close to 30 years now. Um, th- this, <laughs> I, I know of individuals that were a part of the, the, the Bill Clinton campaign uh, and the Al Gore campaign. And they're railing against this COVID narrative and the lockdowns and all this kind of nonsense that's going on. the The strange bedfellows that we have right now, um, with, with the people
2: going against COVID and all the all the it's, the, the great reset it's stuff. Yeah, it's cult level. Like it's it's getting to that yes. point where you've got people within the the establishment that are like, okay, look, we're not we're we're not in with killing everybody here. Um, we we want out. We're we're done with this. Yeah. And they're walking away
0: They're They're showing up on conservative media, uh, like like I'm talking alternative, like podcasts and stuff, not on television stuff. They're showing up on those. And in fact, some of them, uh, th- this one individual I'm talking about from the Bill Clinton campaign is showing up on on places that uh, the, the, the media considers conspiracy theorists and those kind of things. And they're showing up over there like uh, I'm not with them um, and doing interviews with them and talking about COVID and everything. Um, there's there's a huge fracture going on right now, and I'm I'm glad to see that fracture. I, I really am. That that's a good sign. That shows that there is still some um sane people out there, even even on the left, uh, and they're they're willing to stand up and and potentially
2: destroy their careers in doing so. Well, quite frankly, my friend, they don't have a career if that whole totalitarian superstate comes in. They don't have a seat at that table anyway. So look, as you Not said. Even, not even a seat, but like a life. Their kids oh, yeah. Have no, no future. No, no, no it's not nothing. at all. There, there is no future for any of this. If you're if you're a cop in this establishment, you're done. You're done. They will throw you away. Do you understand? You're finished. Your family's finished. Your children have no future. So as Bruce said earlier, as conservative minded people, we'll do business with anybody. We're happy to do business with you, but we're going to have to make sure that we can coexist in the days to come, because there's no coexisting with this suicidal world cult that they're trying to bring in, uh, or not even that they're trying to bring in, that's here. Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here. Tomorrow, again, tomorrow, you don't want to miss tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be, hopefully very educational for you, hopefully, and you'll get something out of it. Uh, and we hope that you're going to take that knowledge that we pass along to you and you do something with it. And again, we will um, take uh, any feedback you might have, uh, including the hate mail, <laughs> like I got already. Uh, again, I I explained my standpoint today. I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm just, I, I'm tired of seeing people good people. I'm tired of seeing them being taken advantage of. Uh, and that needs to stop. That needs to stop. Uh, and so we're going to do everything we can do uh, to try and uh, and help you not be taken advantage of and your family not be taken advantage of. So, okay, for those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener. And we would humbly ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all just five friends. You know, someone you're trying to wake up, you know, someone you're trying to get to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. So Bruce, I I want to thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening and we will see you tomorrow.